Cruise Radio is brought to you by InsureMyTrip.com. Travel insurance done right from the people who know travel insurance. Find out more at InsureMyTrip.com. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Broadcasting from the InsureMyTrip.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida, this is Cruise Radio. Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. We have over 250 back episodes, if this is your first time listening, so go check those out. On this show, we'll get a review of MSC Davina from Jason Cohen. But first, as always, it's Stuart Sheeran, the cruise guy. What's up, Stuart? Hey, Doug. Doing great. Uh, Why don't we get right to it? Hey, you took the words right out of my mouth. Carnival (laughs) Cruise Lines uh, causing uh, an uproar because they have changed their smoking policy, hopefully for good this time. I don't think it's an uproar. I think, uh, I mean, they're certainly reacting to customer, you know, from their, their guest comments. And the really only change is they've already uh, discontinued allowing smoking in the cabins. What they're doing now is they're extending that policy to the balconies. So there's no smoking in the cabins or on the balconies. And the other part of that change, which begins on uh, October 9th, is they are raising the uh, service charges from $11.50 per person per day to $12 per person a day. Which essentially brings them in line with other cruise lines. Yeah, interesting. And I said uproar because uh, Cruise Critic and uh, John Heald's Facebook page, people were all kinds of pissed off. Yeah, whatever. That's, but they're going to everybody else is doing it, and uh, you know they'll they'll get over it. I don't smoke, so I don't really care either way. Um, Carnival, speaking of, is staying in New Orleans for a little longer. Well, it's it's not uh, at all a surprise. They're locking in terms and uh, guaranteeing improvements to the facilities. Uh, they do have three ships sailing year-round, uh, bringing in over 600,000 people. So, uh, I mean, it's it's not a surprise. Uh, and also, in light of uh, Royal Caribbean uh, departing uh, New Orleans uh, temporarily. But, uh, I mean, just extending uh, their, their terms uh, another five years is not, not a surprise. Do you think Royal Caribbean will be, be, uh, be back to New Orleans? I think once they start to get additional ships and they can uh, deploy in the area, New Orleans is a very good market, and they definitely need to have a presence there. This next story, uh, rather odd. Uh, an IATA ship, which is a German cruise line, uh, gets missile debris on its deck. Now, tell us a story here. Well, what happened was uh, the uh, IATA Diva was uh, departing Ashdod, Israel, and um, Palestinian terrorists were firing rockets uh, from the Gaza Strip uh, into uh, Israel. And uh, Israeli missiles, uh, self-defense missiles, struck some of these uh, rockets that were fired, and some of the debris fell on the ship as it was departing. Uh, the ship was uh, not uh, damaged, and no passengers were hurt. So in no way there wasn't any missiles like fired towards the ship. It was just no, debris was, from the missiles being debris. intercepted. Uh, had nothing to do with uh, had nothing to do with the ship. Okay, very good. Uh, next story: Atlantic City known for the casinos and the, the shows, uh, wants cruise ships now. Do you think it'll ever happen? Uh, actually, Doug, I don't. Uh, I mean, the talk of it is, you know, one of the issues is they're, they're hoping that they can get a cruise ship that uh, is about uh, 200 to 300 feet long. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's a yacht. Right. <laughs> there, there aren't any cruise <laughs> ships uh, that size uh, in, the, in the area, for that matter. Uh, even the Pearl Mist is, uh, you know, the new ship uh, by Pearl Sea Cruises is even larger, but uh, sailing seasonally. But uh, as I've mentioned in many reports on this issue, 
that passengers departing from the Northeast, let's say from the New York area and Baltimore, they want to get to Canada, New England. They want to get to Bermuda. They want to get to Florida, Bahamas, and the Caribbean. They don't want to stop anywhere along the eastern seaboard. Mm -hmm. And uh, certainly, you know, leaving out of New York, uh, the last thing you want to do is kind of sail aimlessly uh, as, as you're leaving and then spend a whole day in Atlantic City. Stuart, what is going on in Tampa uh, with this Skyway Bridge? And uh, it's like been all over the news lately about the Skyway Bridge and the cruise lines down there in Tampa Bay. Well, what, what's happened is they did a feasibility study as to uh, what they need to do in order to remain relevant over the years. And the problem with uh, the Port of Tampa is they're, they're essentially constricted to cruise ships that are under 200 feet tall. Mm -hmm. Because of the Skyway Bridge, uh, you know, way, way out there that uh, gets them into the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, the problem is that the uh, Skyway Bridge right now is only 180 feet tall. Mm -hmm. So there's a bit of a, a limbo problem uh, with the ships that uh, they'll be able to have going forward. So the uh, options that were presented in this study that uh, was just announced was uh, they could do nothing and be limited and possibly see that their business reduced over the years. Uh, they could build a brand new bridge at a cost of $2 billion, or they could uh, raise the current bridge, which they, they don't think would uh, uh, be structurally sound at a cost of $1.5 billion. So wow. uh, they're, they're just trying to prepare for the future. And uh, I mean, they're, they're limited as to the types of destinations that you can sell. Essentially, all you can do is Western Caribbean from there. I mean, they're, they're too far north and west, just like Galveston and, and New Orleans are, uh, from getting to the Eastern Caribbean. Yeah, but, but I mean... Uh, the, problem, the problem right now is just the, the size, the height of the ships that have been built and are currently being built that are too tall for to pass under the sky Skyway Bridge. Yeah, but I mean, is Tampa does it have potential to be a cruise mecca like Lauderdale, Miami? I mean, or is it just no. going to be catering to these small like Carnival fantasy class ship and spirit class ships? Well, that's those are the size of the ships. I mean, they they have uh, Royal Caribbean's Radiance class ships, right? Uh, they can sail under, but it's the hundred thousand ton ships and larger that uh, they would not be able to have. So at some point. These smaller ships, many of these smaller ships are no longer going to be in service. And, you know, Tampa could wind up, I mean, right now they're, they're projecting a million passengers, which is a record for Tampa in 2014. But, uh, you know, going forward, they, they would be limited as far as how, they, how much they can grow because of the size of the ship that could actually pass under the bridge. So I have a question for you, Stuart. It's not a listener question. It's just mine personally. But since marijuana is now legal in Washington state and like half of the Alaska cruises depart from Seattle, Washington. If someone were to buy marijuana in Washington and take it on a ship, would they still get in trouble? You will go to jail. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> and and that's, it's interesting how, but uh, you know, these are uh, international, these ships are essentially flagged by uh, international countries. And just because it was legal in Seattle, uh, it is not legal on the cruise ships. <laughs> All right, then. You can find him at cruiseguy.com. Stuart Chiron, the cruise guy. Thank you, man. My pleasure. How many times have you said, that'll never happen to us? Vacations are a big investment with both time and money, and they should be protected. 
For over a decade, InsureMyTrip.com has been the online travel insurance leader, offering the best plans from the most trusted providers. Our licensed and award-winning customer service team makes sure you have the right coverage for your travel. To find out why over 98% of travelers would recommend InsureMyTrip, visit InsureMyTrip.com. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. You're listening to Cruise Radio, part of the iHeartRadio Talk Network. And now, Jim Grace, CEO of insuremytrip.com, discusses the benefits of travel insurance. Travel insurance protects your financial investment, and it can be also critical when it comes to protecting your health. Travel insurance can offer protection if you get sick or injured on your trip, need help with a medical emergency in a foreign country, require emergency medical evacuation to a hospital or back home, or simply you just want to get your money back after a canceled flight interrupts your trip. At Insure My Trip, you'll find a comprehensive plan with medical benefits only costs about 4 to 8% of your total trip investment, so it's worth it. Since it's not just your trip investment at stake, it's also your health. All policies are created differently, and it's important to know what is and what's not covered. At InsureMyTrip, we make it easy to find the right insurance plan. For more information on this travel insurance topic and others, visit InsureMyTrip.com. If you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on radio channel or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio. We always love getting your cruise reviews. If you have one you'd like to share, just email comments at cruiseradio.net like Jason Cohen did down in Miami, Florida. Just returned from the MSC Davina. Of course, the Davina is MSC Cruises' uh, newest ship that is home ported Miami year-round. Right, Jason? Yes. Uh, welcome to the show, buddy. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So you just returned from the, the MSC Davina. Now, it wasn't like a full-on seven-night sailing. It was a, a shorter sailing. So uh, how long was the sailing? Uh, it was a, a two-night. A, a two-night that left on a Saturday night and came back uh, Monday morning. And where'd so, you go? So it was a nice little, uh, a nice little you know, weekend cruise, and we went to uh, Nassau for the day. And I understand you won this cruise. I did. Actually, I was, I was very lucky. Um, I have not won hardly anything in my life. <laughs> so I was very, uh, I was a bit surprised and apprehensive when I first con- were contacted, but I, I, you know, listen, I trusted who I was getting it from. I won it from, uh, you know, hashtag cruise chat on Twitter. Lucky for me, I, I live close to the port and, and dates were perfect. And I had really wanted to try, uh, the MSC cruise line before I, I haven't done it. Uh, so it was, uh, it was a good sample night for me to go on. Very good. So, uh, you get to the port of Miami. I know you live down there. Uh, you basically, yeah. your, your condo basically overlooks the port, doesn't it? Yes. I'm pretty close. Taxi ride is only, uh, about maybe, uh, seven bucks. 
to, to take there much cheaper than taking my own car and, and parking yeah. there for even the, for the two nights. Very cool. Well, you took a cab to the port of Miami and you got there. It was time for embarkation. So what were your thoughts? Being that I hadn't been in, in Miami at the port for quite some time, um, and uh, a few things I noticed right, right away, they actually had um, like a band playing real nice jazz music. I was surprised and thought, oh, that's a nice touch with it. And, you know, there was a, a line to get in, but as, as long as pretty much you had, you know, your documentation and, and stuff like that. And I was able to talk with people online, you know, about the ship and at Miami, you basically are looking at the ship the whole time. It's, it's, it's you know, relatively painless for the most part. Very good. So you get on the ship. What were your first impressions of MSC Divina? My first impressions, and I had seen pictures before of it, but really the, the pictures really don't do it justice. Mm-hmm. I mean, so much because you see, you know, the whole 3D aspects of it and just taking it all in. Um, right away, just from getting on um, getting on the ship and, and just seeing, you know, the, 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 modern, the mix of modern and contemporary feel to it. Uh, I like that kind of design. Um, a very classic and elegant and modern feel to it. That's what it reminded me of. When I first walked in the, onto the ship, it reminded me like of a contemporary New York City hotel, maybe. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. It was really, really nice touch to it. So you make your way through the atrium and you go up to your stateroom. So uh, what kind of stateroom did you have and what were your impressions of it? I had a, um, I believe it was a D2 balcony cabin. Okay. Um, average, I, I believe, average um, balcony cabin um, on, on, uh, for MSCs. And I, I will say, um, honestly, I was, I was really impressed with the, the, the cabin itself. It's, it's not too often that I'll get into a cabin. I've been on, you know, as you know, many of different cruise mm-hmm. lines. And, um, you know, you get that feeling like this is a cabin you're getting into. When I walked into the cabin there, I, I had a feeling that it was more of like a, a hotel room. It, it really, just from everything where they had from the, um, the way it was not just decorated but set up, but the way, you know, they, they put focus to little details, like having, you know, the, the end tables on both sides of the beds with the lamp. And I, I, I know all ships have that, but I, I really felt like I was in, you know, not in a, what we usually will think of as an enclosed cabin on a ship. You know, and, and roofs are, you know, is, is usually lower down. Very good. I want to get to the food next, Jason, because uh, it's all it's a mixed bag if you go to the cruisecritics.com and all that stuff. So what were your thoughts on the food? Being from New York, my standards are rather high with food, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I have to say I was impressed. Okay. I really I really was. I thought overall, you know, they, they did a, a real good job with it. Um, definitely had a very focused Italian flair to it. And I like that. I enjoy that. I like a nice platter of cheeses and and the smoked meats and things like that where they have in the olives and all that stuff. I enjoy that stuff. And overall, I thought this food was really good. I really had uh, a good experience with the, from the, the dining room, even up to, you know, I spent the um, morning on the balcony and ordered room service and we didn't get much. We just got some muffins, but I was like, you can tell this was, you know, it was, it was good quality food and ingredients they used. I'm like you. I've sailed on uh, MSC Divina and uh, MSC Poesia twice, and uh, the food was the food. It was really good. Yeah. And, of course, I'm not a foodie, though. I'm from Jacksonville, Florida, so I really (laughs) – my food is like comparing to Outback Steakhouse and Sunny's Barbecue up here. (laughs) So I'm not not with the uh, the big steakhouses. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. 
Let's talk about entertainment now. Since MSC Cruises is an Italian-based company, and they source cruise passengers from all over the world, English isn't always the primary language. I guess we could say it's more of a the entertainment is more of a visual thing on board. Would you agree? Yeah, um, you know, for the for the most part, um, you know, they they had again it being a two night you know cruise. Um, it was limited, but what from what I had heard from other people that they had taken two of their highlighted shows that were known quite well. Um, and, and that's one thing MSC is, is known as well for their entertainment, very well known for it. And again, being from New York, you know, I'm, I'm spoiled with that stuff. My, my, my standards are pretty high. And again, I will say that they really did a good job with it. Their, their first show was more, you know, visually oriented with very Cirque du Soleil kind of motions and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And, um, and it was great. And then the, the second night, I don't know if the right term to say is blown out of the water, but really, you know, with the, the Michael Jackson tribute. Yeah, that was um, awesome. I saw that too. I thought that was great. I mean, I really, really enjoyed enjoyed both of those shows. Really enjoyed the Michael Jackson um, tribute as well. You can really tell that their entertainment staff really they work hard. They train hard before it. It's not just some you know budget you know uh, production that they're they're doing. It's evident. Did you do uh, or check out the like the dueling piano bar there? I did. I did see that. Actually, they were having a, uh, believe it was an Elton John theme night. My first <laughs> okay. night I was there. We kind of passed through it, getting around, but then uh, we stopped there for a drink. And yeah, we we yeah we did see that. Yeah, uh, that was that was fun too. Now that you have taken the cruise and it's behind you, since you did win this cruise, uh, if you had to pay for this cruise on MSC Davina, would you have taken it? Uh, absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm actually now looking to go. Um, honestly, on another cruise uh, in a, in a few months, and, and MSC is right there, uh, you know, on on top of that list. Um, I was glad I was able to have that sample, and, and fortunate enough to to be able to win it to to try it out. But I uh, I definitely would have paid for it, and I I really thought, you know, the interesting thing with coming from an Italian line, they did a really good mix of keeping a European flair, but towards an American, you know, audience. Well, that was my next question. How did you feel being an American on an Italian cruise line? Did you feel catered to? Because, you know, Americans, they love to be coddled. I did. Uh, I, you see, I, I like, obviously, uh, I like to travel. I like Europe. Um, I've always wanted to go to Italy and all that stuff. So, um, you know, it wouldn't replace a trip to Italy, but it, it definitely had a a a European flair, like I said, with, with the line. And I, some people, you know, again, it's a subjective thing. They may not like that. They may like it. They may want something that's more pure, you know, purely Americanized. I tended to like something that had a little bit different in offering, a little bit of a, a flair to it, but it, it really, they did, they did cater things to, you know, um, American, you know, cruisers and, and, and tourists. To, to be able to, you know, keep their interest with stuff. So, and yeah, and the foods and, you know, I remember the buffets, they had all their, you know, usual, you know, Italians, like I said, the, the meats and the, mm-hmm. the cheeses and pizzas, but then they also always have to, you know, have the hamburgers and hot dogs and very Americana stuff too. Did you travel with anyone on this sailing? Actually, I didn't. I didn't know other people on the sailing. Okay. So it, it worked out. Um, this was my first time going solo uh with it but i i didn't know plenty of other people so it was it was actually uh it was nice 
to to be able to uh, you know not have to usually like I worry about keeping the cabin. Yeah, it, clean it's for nice. When else. You're, yeah, you're not accountable <laughs> to anyone. It's just you. Yeah. And the only yeah. person who knows you're a slob is your room steward, and he don't care because he's getting tipped. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Jason. In closing, final thoughts of MSC Davina. I encourage people try try it. Give it a try to MSC, and I think you'll like it. We've been talking with Jason Coleman from Miami. He just returned from the MSC Davina, which is uh, in Port Miami seasonally, as of recently. So you want to check that sailing out. Jason, my friend, always a pleasure talking to you, and I look forward to catching up soon in Miami, buddy. Great. Thank you. Take care, Doug. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Cruise Radio. If there's anything that we can do for you, shoot us an email, comments at cruiseradio.net. And uh, while you're surfing around the web, check out our new website. It's uh, revamped and improved at cruiseradio.net. Broadcasting from the insuremytrip.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Doug Parker, and this is Cruise Radio. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the insuremytrip.com studios. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, Overseas Radio Network, iTunes, or at cruiseradio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at cruiseradio.net. I'm your announcer.